Welcome to the Vet Church Podcast, where the stories are sacred. To learn more about Vet Church, visit www.vetchurch.com. And it's, and like, so Dave's got all this, I mean, like, it's pretty big. He's right here in Austin. So I really want to connect you Sounds with David good. Peters. Yeah. Because, you know, why shouldn't you go sit down with some of these churches and bring some of this curriculum? I mean, and, and the other thing is, like, so you, I kind of interrupted you there, because so I don't want to get off too far, but yeah, go back to that. What can churches do, Bill? What can churches do? Well, I mean, you gave a great thing they can do is just offer their space to have a veterans group. So one of my buddies, one of my lieutenants, is up in Lahana, Colorado, and they have a veterans breakfast, like you would have a men's breakfast, like every third Saturday. See, yeah. And, and you get a couple of the younger guys, Iraq and Afghanistan guys, and then you get several of the older guys, you know, Vietnam guys, and maybe a World War II guy, and maybe a Korea. You start learning how to live. Oh, yeah. Well, there's that instant bond that y'all have. It doesn't matter if you're Air Force, Navy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at this point, it doesn't matter at all. Because you were talking earlier about it, somebody that their dad was uh i think in nam or something like that and he never said a word no no it was, was it world war ii it was yeah tom and he never said a word pat yeah because he's on here he's he, he was in Patton's army right and you had and to I talk said, to your dad oh no i know i like i didn't know half the stuff from my own dad you know i grew up and i knew i didn't know 29 nothing. years army my dad did. i didn't know i didn't know anything about military history in my family and you had people in and there? then i'm in austin visiting my aunt yeah before I'm shipping out like a day or two, right, to go from Hood to uh, Iraq to Ramadi, and uh, Good and old Hood. I know, <laughs> and she's, you know, she's showing me a photograph of my grandfather at Fort Irwin, California, with my grandmother before he shipped out oh to my. to World War II, and I'm like. How come nobody ever told me this? Uh-huh. But that generation didn't talk about it. Yep. They just came back home and went back to work. Mm-hmm. Well, now they had the benefit of being on a ship for two weeks. Yeah. And I True. think they were, like, if you and I were on a ship for two weeks yeah. from Iraq, I think we would have talked it out and we would have been good. And we, like well, them, we might not have needed, needed to talk about it as much. But in this war, it's not only coming back from the war it's r&r and you're in like three days and you're at you know no, dfw dallas fort worth airport and the the hug lady's giving you a hug right yeah man. and you at least got somebody recognizing you and then you get to colorado springs and you're like man if i wasn't in uniform now nobody would even know who i am and what i'm doing and i fe- and i just got back so i'm looking for somebody trying to kill me yeah. <laughs> right and i do not feel real comfortable at home right at the moment bill cork man yeah he just sent you a request that's cool that's the, that's the guy that um yeah he, bill just got out yeah. okay he's down there in houston another good another guy. excellent really good um, excellent oh yeah bill cork good knows one of the best places to eat on good um the so we, we once again positive freedom PositiveFreedom.net. .net. PositiveFreedom.net. PositiveFreedom.net. They can get a hold of you there. 
Yep. There's a great little there, like there's like a there's even a little book appointment button oh, and it sweet. brings up a little app and it looks great on your phone or tablet or desktop and it shows my available and you click and you pay for it and it's good to go. Dude, that's awesome. Um, you know, and then like I said, however we need to do it. Phone, Facebook, Messenger, Zoom. See, I, I, yeah. I love this, Bill. Skype, I, whatever. I, I love the fact that like, you know, I, I'm just, I've, I've, I've received a lot of constructive criticism because <laughs> I just got in the car and went like that yeah. album I handed you I just sold a motorcycle yeah I'm not raising any money screw that and like people come after me and we're like hey that's not fair yeah I want to contribute and and I, I guarantee because they want the blessing of helping you yeah and and that's gonna I, be I mean same. that was something I had to learn well, it's hard. Right. It's a hard, and it's it's hard to like. Cause you're like, I don't want to ask for help. Well, I'm yeah. going, I'm going in like 16 different things. I'm doing a podcast. I'm playing music. I'm writing songs. Traveling. I'm on the road. I'm traveling. Yep. I've talked to my lovely wife into quitting her job, and then like, <laughs> come on, this will be fine. God will take care of us. And it's true. Like, yeah. like I got down to like a hundred bucks, and uh, what is it? Yesterday, and somebody's like, Hey, I just stuck some money in your account. Check it out. Awesome. And. Like, well, it makes me cry because, like, originally, like, originally, I was like, hey, I'm going until I'm out of money. Okay. And I sold, I had recumbent okay. bicycles and all these toys that right. you get as adults. And, um, and I'm selling them. I was just like, okay, I'll, I'll use all this money. I'll write some wrongs and I'll be done. Yes. And then I see this need. And then I meet, like, I meet more and more need and I can't do it. Like, I don't have the capacity anymore to sit and do what you do. And and I was never you to begin with. I mean, let's just face it. I can make a slideshow, but I've looked at some of the stuff you've done and I, it's better than what I I feel. I'm not drawn to it, man. I'm drawing skulls and stuff. You know, like, it's hey, just. Yeah, I love that, man. I, well, I mean. Thank you. It's a. Uh, but, you know, it's it's like. I have to I, get that, you know, like. Oh, I know, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, like, I can't wait to see my but first. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's. And we're not in competition. There's no. There's too many people We've to be in competition. To be together. Exactly. To all help. Yeah. You can help in one way. Matt can help in another way. Yep. Uh, Scott Carpenter can help in another way. Boone Cutler. Yeah. I mean. All of us are different. All of us have there's, different things. And you're you're. We all have our roles. Boone's yeah. Boone's. Yeah. If you're not friends of Boone on Facebook. Okay. Boone is like texting people all day long, every day. It's just yeah. like like, what's your favorite movie? Or like, what's your greatest dysfunction when you come back from the war? <laughs> and like, and th there was at one point yeah. where he was going to do a TV show out in California called "Smoke a Blunt with Boone." I mean, <laughs> I don't know if the, I don't know if the show fell through or not. Right, but, right. But like, what? what it, right. It, and Boone is like, he's extremely, um, a smart man. Okay. And and like, and I, when I first saw him, you know, his beard's all out, like. I had that at one, well, I yeah. had a huge goatee. And, okay. And I was just disheveled and. I, I have proof. Disheveled? Is it disheveled or heveled? Disheveled. Disheveled. I looked like I just woke up on like the side of the Like you got hit with a shovel. <laughs> no, right. You know, it's Bill. It's it. And, but now I'm starting to realize that, like, part of what I'm going to do, part of my calling in this whole thing. Yeah. It's like to do the work that you're going to do and are doing. Yes. You can't be driving around. 
Okay. Not not yeah, like yeah. on the road all the not, time. Not you all the time. You can't do what we're doing. And it's, it, and it's not that you couldn't do it, but it's not conducive to the mission, to the gro- to the greater whole. whole. I mean, like we need Gallant Few. We need guns to Hammerstein, mm-hmm. Houston. We need, uh, what's Jim's name? Does the... Got your six mm-hmm. out of Austin. Um, I think it's got your six. We need formation twenty two. Are you on a veteran to veteran formation twenty two? Yes. Do you see those things that are coming in every day? There's stuff like, hey man, um, I've had I'm no. At the end of my rope. I'm at the end of my rope. I've had no sex since I was raped in Afghanistan. Mm. I've had like any you know, like there'll be seven hundred comments on that thing. Mm-hmm. And if you ain't a veteran, buddy. Forget you can it. still get in there and they'll yep. they'll talk and it's well and it's and it's like if you're not a veteran and you're wondering oh, what was it formation 22 22 yeah, and veteran to veteran veteran to veteran and, and mm-hmm. there's huge groups that are like we're talking like two hundred thousand people are on there and 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 it's just constantly there's something and you start realizing well well where's the church i say that i believe in christ i say that i believe in the image of god and um and what I can really tell about that is communication, creativity, and relationship. Okay. Because, I mean, I don't think God was my size or your size or Kate's size or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's very strange. Like, the guy have all black hair? What about blue eyes or brown eyes or green eyes or horse crap? I, I, it's just like what we know about God is this connectivity. We yes. know that he, God says to his son, hey, go die because I want to be back in that relationship. Like, it's just freaking crazy and then i get on i get on a site like this and i see all these people that are hurting and i'm thinking what about the churches there's churches all over america why don't they have veterans fellowships Mm -hmm. all over america so so think of that think of christ dying on the cross what you just said the father says to the son go die on the cross so i can be back in relationship with my people okay so then think of it as a vet what have we done we have offered ourselves as sacrifices And what do we have to do? We got to reconnect. Yeah. Right? Man. To heal. Yeah. yeah, To do this word right here, you have to reconnect. So, And it's hard work. Because you don't want to go there. Well, it's it's like there's no finality to it. It's not like, it's you know, I started going to that, that PTSD group. And I wanted to heal. And I wanted to think of it in like the past tense. I have healed. Yes, yes, yeah. Like a physical injury, like you were talking. Yeah, the doctor right. goes in, does the surgery, you're good. But but it don't work that it, way. It's not. That's not the kind of healing we're talking about. We're mm-hmm. talking about healing like it's, it's like a present perfect tense. It's like it's continually happening because, because, well, I think part of it's because we're creatures of sinful habit. And then we're just people. Right. And like, and it, like once this lady said to me, my last panic attack, what was that, three weeks ago? Right after me, you know. Yeah. Not bad. Three weeks. Yeah, you know, That's I've good. made it three weeks. <laughs> so, um, so, but this one was, it was bad enough. My friend, my, my best friend is going to uh, Belgium for, for two years. His wife's in command over, taking command over there. So they're okay. off to Belgium. I'm leaving. Um, and it, and it shook me. Like, it shook me hard. Like, so my, you know, his daughter's my goddaughter. And we don't have children. And, you know, like, I really connected and went up there. And, 
and they're taking off and I'm driving off and we, well, we were like five six hours in the trip and I just had this massive panic attack and like, there's he doesn't I don't know why I don't know what triggers it I don't know any of that stuff yeah I just know I have them sometimes and then it goes you know kind of goes away and my chest is hurting man like I don't feel good and I go back to Kate's parents house basically just go and take a shower and go to bed and um don't eat anything I mean like I'm wiped out okay and then the next day I'm going down to Mobile I was going to go to the doctor and they're like oh you owe us 300 bucks for the last trip in oh man I was like but this is urgent care and I have TRICARE because I was medically retired oh no you still owe us 300 they TRICARE picked up like 75 Mm -hmm. or whatever it was well thank God for that but I can't do that again so I drive all the way back to Florida and go to Eglin okay and uh, I go into the hospital and I'm thought, you know, I feel like an idiot, man. Right. But you better have your heart checked out. I'm 48. What, 47? I'm not 48 yet. Okay, I'm, I'm on my okay. way to being 48. Okay. I've had a little high cholesterol. Mm-hmm. People die. Heart attacks at our age, you know. And, and, and so I go in there and I'm feeling like a complete moron. So I'm not totally healed. But I am healed. And I... And I have healed, and okay. I am healed, even yes. though I am not completely fine. Right, dude, I'm here. From there, I went to a music festival. I went to another thing this weekend, the Becky Welch Run. Okay, um, yep. I went and saw some veterans this morning. Uh, another guy went to Afghanistan this morning. Haven't seen him in forever. There's anxiety in the whole deal. Came down here. I've been there. Man, you, th- where are we at? Brownwood, Texas. Brownwood, it's in Isn't the middle. Isn't this beautiful? It's 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 gorgeous. It's like hill, the beginning of the hill country is from it? here to Austin. It was, and it's those West Texas skies that go for miles and mm-hmm. miles, and, and and rivers, and like all of the towns from here to Austin have a little river park, and a, I, I, it's just beautiful country, man. Well, and, and you know the thing is, it's scary. I don't know you from Adam. Right. All, all I have done is watch some we stuff connected online. On Facebook. That's yep. it. And it's been a few years. Yeah. Like it, I, whatever you put up about bands a while back. Yeah. And and I was like, I like this dude. Yeah. Like he's he's into music, man. Yep. I'm into music. It's like music to me is like where it's at, you know. Yeah. And um, it heals me. It and, does. And and then I was like, I started watching some of the stuff you're doing. This positive freedom thing. I thought to myself, good land. Like the man has broken the idea down. It's not just freedom. Freedom's just another word for what? Nothing left to lose. You remember the song? Yes. I mean, Chris Christopherson wrote those lyrics. Yes. A Vietnam vet. Okay, I didn't realize he was a Vietnam vet. Oh yeah, buddy. Like, hey, veterans changing the world, man. Yes. (laughs) It's exactly like you said. Veterans are doing things. We are the leaders. I know, you know, right? Yeah. So, so one of the things I would do, being weird, because I'm weird, <laughs> okay. is when you when you're you talking, do, you're talking know, to us, man. right, right. <laughs> so when you when you're looking at some research, right, I try to would try to find like, uh, so on uh, post traumatic growth issues, uh, because it had spirituality. I tried to find something non-American, non-Christian. So when you're talking about PTSD, I tried to find something non-American non-christian so i found a study of vietnamese 
Vietnam veterans. Really? Because they're Buddhists. Oh my gosh, that would be so interesting. And they have a different culture. Yeah. And they have less PTSD. Well, why do they have significantly, significantly less clinical PTSD diagnosis and, and post-traumatic stress symptoms? Why do they have it? Is because in Buddhism, it begins with this idea that life is suffering. And so they, they honor those the, who have suffered the most, and they expect you, want, and they, they say, go healed, go do what you got to do, but we expect you to come back with this elixir, this remedy, the hero's journey. We expect you to come back, and those that have suffered the most have the most wisdom to give. And so we expect you to come back and have something for us. Do we do that in America? No, no we do not. Dude, it's and like that, but that's the truth, and that's why I'm saying we have to help each other and heal, and we then are the servant leaders that can go out and help give the wisdom that we learned, mm -hmm. right, and earned through the work we put in, through the suffering we put in, through the sacrifices, and it was sacrifice. It. It damages lives, it damages relationships, it damages families, it, right? It damages bodies, yeah. uh, and it damages souls. But when you heal from that, you then can bring something back that nobody else can. Yeah. Which, which you know, like, like Bill, it's so sobering, man. Because... I, 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 I very, I'm like sitting here personalizing internally, processing what you're saying and thinking to myself, like why have people cried when I play this music? I'm just, in some ways, I'm just playing for me. I'm not playing for them. I was playing for Matt. And all that pain and all that hurt. Well, you know, as a chaplain, you can't tell. You don't tell somebody's business. If you're a good chaplain and you're doing what you're supposed yeah, to do, you, don't say you shut your mouth and yep. you drive on. Yep. And then on top of that, top secret clearance and all the other stuff I had going, mm -hmm. now you just shut your mouth. And I come back out and I get off those. And first I'll take the pills because they ask me, how do you feel? I feel horrible. Right. I, I, you know, like It doesn't take much now. You talk about something, I, man, I'll start crying. I can almost start crying you talking about this. This woman came up to me. Yes. Now, not a woman. It, it is Josette Rhodes. She owns Josette owns 38 Songwriter Radio. Okay. First thing I ever said to her was, I've been off drugs for 30 days. <laughs> like, I had to quit my stuff. <laughs> I, had been, I made it 30 days. And she's, she tells the story. She, yeah. she remembers it very well. Yeah. I had long hair and a goatee. Yeah. She said, she said I was looking across the thing of this guy going, oh, boy, here we go. Yeah. Because <laughs> she has a coffee shop and a... You know, it's a uh, she cooks and there's you can go in there and have a beer and a wine and okay and you can be on all over the world like it's wow yeah it's big time people going there from you know leading people yeah to folks like me at the moment where I was I didn't know anybody or anything and nobody ever heard me play so I started playing there and um, she said that in the uh, there's a tradition in the uh, of the owl. And the idea of, I guess it's one of the Indian traditions where the, the spirit of the owl is the wo wounded warrior. Oh, wow. 
Really? And only only can the owl become the wise owl and help folks heal if the owl was a warrior that was hurt. And you saying that like brought it all back. I'm sitting here internalized and I'm thinking. But who else knows the journey? That's it. And, and we, we need we need a guide. And this is our tribe. This is our tribe. This is our, we we our have tribe. to be the leaders. Yeah. And because it's like, we're the and wounded and you know, and there's all these owls. There's all these little things that pop up like money. Like like I mean it's this yeah. simple little thing. Cause you know, I have a doctorate degree. I was offered a couple of good jobs. Right. But I kept thinking to myself. Do I build my castle or do I do my kingdom, the kingdom of heaven, kingdom which of I'm heaven a part work. of? Right. I'm part of this tribe, and my tribe is suffering. Right. To the point where, like, they're going, very honorably, you don't see veterans going shooting up places. Once or twice you'll hear that. No, we don't do but that. But 22 a day we're killing ourselves because yep. it's like, you know what? I can't do it anymore. And it's all that stuff you said where there, there's mm -hmm. this disconnect. They feel hopeless, worthless. I felt all that man like bill mm -hmm. like when i've I, been there you know i i suppose so i mean mm -hmm. yeah, we had a lot of fights about that yeah you know and it, we did you know if it, you know and i, I mean it, I, I think if kate that. wasn't sitting here i'll bet that, thank god I wouldn't be here. that you did because a lot of spouses don't won't do that Kate was mean, <laughs> but I'm still alive. I mean, There's like, no yeah, leaving me, dude. <laughs> yeah, I went through this too, so yeah, we're staying together. Well, good, good. It's it's interesting because I mean that 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 doesn't always happen. No, it doesn't, and that's and that's well, and, and then that adds to it. Well, and then that person that was like, right, because then how are you supposed to serve as a chaplain? You're divorced. You're after war. You know. Oh yeah lost children you've lost soldiers you you know yeah well if you read if you read post right of god dave talks about his divorce he talks about like yeah. feeling and, and it's weird because you're supposed to have it all together like a guy right. was telling me this weekend one of the guys was in the thing he said hey you know i came back and chaplain so-and-so was given marital advice but he was divorced like what's going on there and it's like well in my mind he was probably giving better advice than the person that was like, I've got never, it all together. She's yep. just over there. And we never like, we never fight. Right. Ah, you know? Because once you've been divorced, you, you know how you got there. Right. And I, right. I, you know, that whole physician heal thyself. Yes. What the underlying thing is that like, you don't have any way to heal unless you've gone through the pain. Yes. You're not really a physician unless you felt the pain. You know, I, I remember I remember coming back and, and talking to a couple of pastors that pretty one of them just looked at me in the eyes and said, "Are you even a Christian?" <laughs> and I thought to myself, "Who is this guy? Mm -hmm. Like, who is who are you to question me and my relationship with God? Right? Who the hell are you? Do you remember Promise Keepers? Yeah, I remember that. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, I remember being a young man and being you know uh in, in uh emboldened and just eating that up and saying oh here's some christian men saying be sold out for jesus right coach mccartney right saying sold out for jesus well i thought i did that mm. i thought i followed christ 
to the ends of the earth mm -hmm. to where they were trying to kill me after they served me tea a couple hours later <laughs> <laughs> and stepped off my chew and sent a mortar, to, you know, to assassinate Bill. Yeah. You know? So you're like, I thought I did that. I followed you wherever and, you know, no hair dryer, <laughs> no, no, sometimes no internet, no whatever, running water. running water, you're, you know, you're in a tent but waiting on a plane or a helicopter and you, you got nothing but your bag, you know, and you're lucky to have your, you know. So, so Erwin McManus, you know this guy? Oh, yeah. Like the leave nothing for the next life, the, uh, the, last, yeah. the last arrow, yep. chasing daylight. Mm -hmm. So in one of those books, he says, um, he says there's this, there's this thing out there that's turned into a bit of a lie. It's the, it's, and they say, like, the safest place to be is at the center of God's will. He says that's a complete lie. Okay. We're all dying. Yes, we are. You got nothing. There's no safety in this life. Yeah. That's not true. Somebody probably said that to like their their young daughter going off to college. Now remember the Savior of God's will, because they didn't want her to get pregnant or something, you know? And and it's a scare tactic. But we're supposed to be bold. But what does that say? Oh, I'm worried about my daughter getting pregnant. Well that says you're worried about your own reputation. Well, right, it has yeah, nothing yeah, like, to do with your daughter. You should care about your daughter more than you care about your reputation. That's it. And the whole thing goes right? back. But it, it could have been but, easy. But, but I'm, I mean, yeah. but that's, those are strong words. But I think that's like where we're at with the churches that we've been worried about creating the club. <laughs> the holy huddle. Right? Yeah. And not worry about people. Because people. It, and you know why? Part of it's because you don't know how. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's kind of ha needs to be our role to help them help that well, right I, but I two, love your curriculum because it's teaching that mm -hmm. it, you know but two is that we get involved in our own little lives and we only got so much effort well yeah yeah right right we got to do it together we can't do it alone well and, and the thing is it's like so when i, when I first started that that church thing you know i was like i want to get ten thousand people in and we <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's my thing. Yeah. yeah. And then we got to like 3,000-something people, and Facebook went in and kicked out anybody who wasn't active. Really? Yeah. So, like, like a big old chunk. So, now, like, yeah, okay. so we dropped down to, like, 1,800 people, and now we're back up to 20-something. 20 okay. But the deal is, at this point, people are active. Ah. And my, my sister-in-law, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm moaning and groaning because – yeah, and she she says to me, she says, um, the people that need to be there are there. going to be there. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's what and, we need. And, and one of the reasons we network is because when gentlemen like you have been gifted to help us, yeah. we need you in certain places. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's one of the things that, like, I, you know, I drove six hours out of my way to come see you today. <laughs> and, and it's like. It's and, worth it. And, and, and every that's what bit I of felt it. like I was every like, oh my gosh. Well, I know, and you're like, we, you know, it's this like, is awesome because I need those connections that you have. Well, and, and it's my, our, but you're right? part of the tribe. I'm you're part of the tribe. Part of the tribe, and you have stuff that's great. And why should, 
after I've already met Carl Munger of Gallant View, and I know um, uh, Dave Peters of Veterans Fellowship and Jim of uh, Got Your Six, all right around you. And uh, the guys from Guns to Hammers, Uh, Derek Derek Knappett. That's who I was trying to remember. Like, my mind just goes. Derek Knapp, who okay. Restoration Ranch down here. Okay. Just equine therapy. A thousand oh, veterans a year. I did that. Yeah, that was helpful. Did. So why Just in the like, world? Just like music and, and animals can do things why that, that humans can't always do. Yeah. Everybody I know. Yep. Our tribe's hurting. Yes. And and like, and you're a gem, dude. You're, you're not just like, you're not just this dude that, oh yeah, he went to war. He's a little overweight now. Beard's got some white in it. This is a man that has studied. When I walk into a room and I see the books, yeah. I'm a reader. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get my doctor degree because I was slouch. <laughs> I worked my ass off. It took effort. It does. Yeah. And it, you got a doctor degree? Or you, you, Not you yet. St- I, w- I mean, I was working. I kind of. I, I, I'm going to tell I, you. This is my thing. And I, I, I'm I've done this. more than enough that I should have. Well, publicly, but, you know? I'm saying this. Screw that, Bill. <laughs> I don't, you know, guys like you that are, I mean, you're, you're reading them. You've done the work. Yes. And in the curriculum and, and the way the you're work. coaching people yeah. is personal. Yeah. It has integrity. You're, you're ethical. Um, I've, I've known you now since, I mean, just on the Facebook since 2000. It was my first trip out West. Was that 16? I think so. Yeah, I was going to say at least two or three years. And. Yeah. And it's like, and there's been no wavering in your passion and commitment to make the right comments, not BS fluff. Right. And, and it's like, we don't need you to go get a doctorate degree. Screw that crap. It doesn't mean anything to any of us anyway. Yeah. And what, it, what we need it's you about to caring do for people is to, pull, to keep pulling our oh, tribe yeah. together to help churches. Like when, because it's great that I come in there and David comes in there. We're two guys. It's yep. great for, for Derek Knapp to have the ranch. That's one ranch. It's, it's awesome what Carl Monger's done all over the United States. Probably one of the largest veteran support groups that I've ever seen. Guns to Hammers, guys. They can't get enough money to take care of our people with disabilities and rebuild their houses. And it's great that veterans get houses, but if you can't take a freaking shower because your legs are gone, yes, you've got to have some guys like Guns to Hammers come in. Because the VA's not kicking up the money fast enough to care for them mm-hmm. so we're doing it so we're caring for one another right. and we need you, that's, you get in the military. that's it that's what we did it is what we did and it's, right? it's what we're continuing to do mm-hmm. yeah and so I, and we don't need the bureaucracy of no. right we need each no. other is no. what we need we do need this man. so so actually one of the things that, and i'm uh it just began put the, some slides together i might do a little uh video here in the next day or so was uh um who to trust superheroes and combat stress okay because i don't Talk know are you too, are you into marvel movies at all or well i was so, in the combat stress control unit so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm, a, I'm a fan of batman i am so do you remember the old the last army uh, religious support manual before we got a joint one um, they had an appendix on combat stress behaviors in the back 
and they had the negative combat stress behaviors and the positive combat stress behaviors. In the middle, you had you know criminal type behaviors, but the the negative ones were all self-right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the the negative ones were all I. You know, uh, you know, uh, feeling overwhelmed, feeling stressed out, can't trust anybody, you know, disconnected, blah blah blah. The positive combat stress behaviors were. Uh, were this this power of we that you know you connect with your unit's history and you connect with your your leaders and your and then your buddies and and th and that allows you to do what to overcome any any type of adversity right to move forward yeah but you can't do it in CYA mode right because you're just all alone yeah so so what was interesting so but then who to trust. So I thought it was interesting that I, I, I seen this YouTuber break down um, the relationship between Tony Stark and, Cap and uh, Steve Rogers, you know, Captain America and Iron Man. Mm -hmm. And this idea that Iron Man's a narcissist, right? And so he trusts in himself and he thinks he's brilliant. He's always the smartest guy in the room. He can handle it, right? And he creates. And, and we he, like that a little bit. A there, little there's bit, a little bit of all of us that go, right? Oh my! Right. I like that. Like that. Yep. <clears throat> but then he screws it up and creates Ultron. Huh. Right. And he realizes that doing it his own self ain't the way to go. Okay. Mm -hmm. Captain America trusts in. He's the soldier, right? So he trusts in America. And trust in the, the army. The well, let's, let's hold on. He's trusting in institutions. And oh, then we okay. get to Winter Soldier, and then he finds out America and S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm, I don't know, dude. Maybe we shouldn't trust them, right? <laughs> okay. Because, because, I mean, to be honest, you hate to bring too much politics or drugs or whatever, but the idea of you go to Afghanistan and you're guarding opium. No, that's true. No, and you're I, going, what? I see where you're going. What are we doing? You go to Katrina and you're guarding the p pipelines and the and the refineries and the hydrogen plant, right, that produces 30% of the nation's hydrogen is in New Orleans. You go to Iraq and you're, you know, you're protecting KBR stuff and Halliburton stuff. Mm -hmm. And you get a little bit of, mm, What's going on? That's where that moral injury is. And moral really injury. It is in. not just somebody trying to kill you. It's are we doing the right thing? Are you know, um, are we morally right? Yes. You know, because then you meet some of the locals and you go, well, for the most part, right. for the most part, there's some bad guys out there. But for the most part, they just want what we want. They want a good job and they want their kids to go to college and do better than they did. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. And you go, well, what are we doing here? And and it hurts, you know? So so to so Captain America, the American icon, he kind of he goes dark, but he's he's got this unwavering morality about him that of trying to do the right thing, but he's like I can't trust institutions anymore. So then you get to civil war, Tony wants to trust in the institution of the UN to hold him in check. But Cap is like, no, no, institutions are not what we need to trust in. What do we need to trust in? Each other. Mm -hmm. Who did Cap really then start to trust? You, even though she would, 
doing stuff he didn't like. He, he trusts Black Widow. He trusts Falcon, right? He trusts Bucky, even though he knows Bucky's been brainwashed and done some bad juju, right? Now I'm wanting to go watch Cap this whole thing. Do, do you know, I, like, I, but it, but it's this idea: who do you trust? Well, no, you find your battle huge, buddies, yeah. you, right? Cap has moral right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, a moral injury is is just anything that's moral, i.e., wrong. So when something's wrong in the world, you should be mad, or you're psychotic. Right? You should be mad. So then why are our soldiers coming back mad? Because we saw wrong every day, all day, be. every day. That yep. That's what war is. They were supporting that wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like I gave up my back for that. Yeah. So, so it hurts. Man, like I just want to sit and listen to you for hours. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, he's gonna be integral, integral. How do you say that? To the Avengers. Yeah, I mean, like this. You. you know. So Dave said to me, I said, man, there's a guy I wanted to come to our next moral injury thing and speak, and I was like, man. And Dave said to me, man. Matt, those guys charge five thousand a shot. I was like, why? Well, because they got that little DR that you you have. And I was mm -hmm. like, but why would they charge five thousand dollars to come talk? To help people. To help people. And he's like, well, they're busy. And so they they put a big price on it, and they just don't have time. Right. And Dave said, if we're gonna do this, we gotta do it. We just gotta do it. And I said, you know, right, man. Like it's it's like a well, but look at the education you and I have. Oh, I know, man. I mean, how many graduate hours? I have over 170 graduate hours. How many do you have? I got no clue. Like, you know, so <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I went back and got another so degree we, so I could do this art we, stuff. I mean, yeah. So we're the ones to do it. Yeah, I mean, and, and we have to build because. It's not so much that you know. It's it's like a it's like the whole idea of wealth. Okay. There's nothing wrong with wealth. There's nothing wrong with wealth. The more you get, the better. Mm -hmm. Poor people never choose to be poor. Mm -hmm. People are like, I'm gonna take a life of poverty and just like step aside, and that's okay. That's a horse crap. You don't choose to live like that. But if it's not meaningful. But if but the wealth becomes absolutely worthless. Mm -hmm. If it's not used, if it's not purposeful, if it's not meaningful. So you take that wealth and you give it out. Mm -hmm. Knowledge is wealth. Our scars are wealth. Mm -hmm. I did an interview with Becky Welch two nights ago, uh, Gold Star Lady. Okay. She, said, okay. she said, I realized that I could either get in the grave with Rob and I could die. My whole life, my whole existence could die with my husband who had just died from a war around. Okay. Where I could stand outside that grave and I could live. Yeah. And I chose to live. And she stayed with the unit until they got back from Afghanistan. It's an incredible interview. It blows my mind. Because I knew them. It, it, together as a couple. Okay. We were a couple with them in our little 
chapel, a preacher chapel okay. on Fort Knox, you know, okay. where I came back and I was like, I can't do any more homilies or anything. I just, I went and bought a bass guitar so I could just stand up there and hide out. Because you have to be, you know, like <laughs> right. in the chapel. They're like, right. you've got to be in the chapel. And I was like, oh, what can I do? And I was like, oh, right. there's no chaplain right. doing anything with the music. Right. Yeah. And there's no bass player. I got, how hard can it be? It turns out it's hard, but like, yeah, <laughs> I did, man. And, and you know, Dave, I know you're one of the greatest bass players in the world. It is hard, but <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, man, like you, you've been given something, and I remember coming back, you know, I had a job offer that that was almost five thousand a week, which is a lot, man. It's a lot of money, man. And I want a Porsche. I've always wanted right? a Porsche. I like Harleys. I like fast motorcycles. Okay. I like pools. I like yeah. a good hot tub. I do. Yeah. I like hundred dollar bottles yeah. of bourbon. Yep. I, I, I'm that guy. You know. Yeah. I'm a bit. I could easily be a snob. I could live in a gated community and the rest of the world just stay out there, ordering my food, right? Play video games. And then I and I and, and my mom died, and I watched her die of cancer. And like the last couple, yeah. of, and they say, you know, you can't live how many days without water. My mom went two weeks without taking a sip. And I stood there and she had yeah. to have morphine. So the only liquid she had was what morphine we poured in her. Okay. Every hour, on the hour. Ooh. It was horrible. It was one of the worst things I ever went through in my life. I love my mom. She was kind. And when she died, um, some of my military friends came. Yeah. Got some PTSD group, put my yeah. uniform together. One of my best friends drove hours and hours and hours to get to me. Still with me at the funeral. I wore the uniform because she asked me to. And I'm retired. I can. I wore one last time. And um, and then I went home and I laid on the ground and I cried and I cried. I mean, these we're talking like I couldn't move. There were days when I just, I just came and come home and be like, hey, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I just can't move, man. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, but, but I would say, yeah, I'm okay. But I That's wasn't. what you would say, but you're not. I was tore up. Right. Because now it's like, what's the purpose? And the beauty of this whole thing is, I realized through my mom's death. Okay. That it's okay to be dying. It's okay that Matt Williams is dying. What would not be okay is if I went and took that job, because I don't have any children. I don't have any need to make that kind of money. Right. I don't have any need to be driving around in a Porsche. What I have a need to is my tribe is dying by their own hand out of sheer hopelessness. Right. Right. I, I, out of just just those books that we read and we started putting the dots together. When you when you and I don't want to say dumb down because it's not dumbing down. No. You put it in a language Making that I can useful. understand. You yeah. made it useful. And when when you and I can do that, and without children. And, and like they gave me, I gave $1,900 a month in retirement, man. Let's get in the car, okay? Let's go. Let's go see our people. Yep. And, and, and veteran after veteran, guy after guy, girl after girl, lady after lady has looked me in the eye and said, nobody does this. And I'm thinking, we're going to change that. Then we got to do it. We're going to change it. Yeah. And then, and then I started hearing stuff and I'm like, man, we need some life coaching over here. And then I run into you. And I start looking through my friends list. Back to the friends list. Yes. Back to the community. Right. Who in the community has it? Well, you've done it, Dave. I mean, Bill, you have done 
incredible work. And I'm not just, I'm not a guy that hasn't read. I've read a bunch of those same books that you said. Yep. And just like you said, like one, that one guy that had the long thing, I just, you asked me if I read the book. I was like, no, man, it didn't even interest me because it was just too much. There's too much learning. You can just yep, go yep. like, what good is it going to do at this point? Yeah. Bill is a, you always say you need somebody to journey with you, and that's you, Bill. That's it. Yeah, yeah. If y'all didn't hear well, Kate say that. And I need that too. You do. And so that's why right? you need, I need the tribe. Right? So God was like, hey, you guys need to meet up. I think I I really believe that, and I'm I'm gonna um, I'm gonna connect you and Carl Monger, with a whole bunch of people, because there's a there's a guy in Las Vegas, John. What's John's? I don't know. John wrote this book, man. I can't either, but John wrote a great book, man. He put okay. It, he, instead of having a book that like you gotta sit and read, he wrote it for grunts. Nice. Or, or not grunts. Uh, what do the Marines call themselves? Uh, I don't know, man. That, Devil dogs. Yeah, they're they're a rough group of folks, man. <laughs> I love those Marines. Yeah. Um, I started playing music again because Marines, and um, he did this to honor his son's legacy and his own, and and it's instead of being a book you read, it's an hour and twenty minutes of talking. Okay. And like Gunny. Yeah. You know, talking. Yeah. Like, and then bad Gunny over here. So you got like, you know, Good like the devil on each. Gunny. Yeah, like on each side, <laughs> talking in your head when you're going through. And, it, it, and I may have it all wrong, but yeah. it, it's just so interesting. So you need to meet him. And there's, because what you're doing, like, we're all, we're all a very, we're, we're all a tribe. We're we a are. tribe, man. And, and. Reconnecting the tribe. That's it. Yeah. Man. We, yeah, it's like we. Them back yeah, that the connections are there already. Yeah. Right. I mean, I can't tell you how many, um, you know, former military that you meet, veterans that you meet, and you just start talking, and you're instant best buddies. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because because awesome. you've been there, done that, and you, your culture's good. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so it, it's it that idea of in a, in a all what does that, that matter? That. Frank yeah. don't matter. It has nothing to do with anything. In fact, so cool. I get mad when it does matter. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Every once in a while, you'll meet somebody who's like, yeah, like you should have <laughs> called me sir, and I'm like, screw you. Dude. Well, <laughs> like, I'm, well, you're not. Yeah, but <laughs> but haven't you? I mean, didn't you use it when you thought that it? It was worth something. So, I mean, I remember coming back, <clears throat> and I got a guy, like a specialist, you know, and, he, and, and because he's getting out, he has to go through the VA as opposed to, yep. right? Yeah. So, so he's at the VA, right? And, uh, and he can't get an appointment for like five months. Mm -hmm. Seriously. Mm -hmm. And he told me this, and he's like, I don't know what to do. You know, I am not right now. Yeah. Today, I am not right. And so, of course, I'm the chaplains of the people that you call, right? So I show up in uniform nice. at the VA. And they're like, sir, what can we do for you, chaplain? And I'm like, really? This shouldn't matter. Do you see this? Exactly. Get this guy an appointment. And they were like, well, we had a cancellation at 1.30 this afternoon. Can you come in at 1.30? No, it's, it's true. And I'm like, are you kidding me? 
that my rank mattered. I mean, thankfully, I could pull that and get this guy an appointment, but it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter at all. It shouldn't matter. You couldn't, you can't, but you're not taking care of people. Why? Because it's the bureaucracy. It's the way that it doesn't work. It's and it, not it, efficient. And it only works when, when it's like people like you and I and others that have been there, done that, and we care. Right? And so yeah. we're going to go out of our way. We're going to drive out of our way. We're going to take time, right, to do what? To care. Yeah. Well, and, and right? I, I, I point that out too because another thing's happening. There's all these family members who are like, man, I want to do something. And um, there's this church that supports us every month. Okay. And, and it, Excellent. It ain't a ton of money, but the guy said to me, he said, man, I can't do what you're doing. I wasn't a veteran, and I wasn't a chaplain, and I didn't go to Afghanistan and Iraq. And, I, and, I, and this is not, you know, like, I'm thinking this guy will never talk to me. If, if, <laughs> if you had asked me if this guy would even <laughs> sit at a table with me, I would say no, he'll never sit at a table with me. Yeah. Because, every, you know, back then, especially, like, I've, I've got really, I'm much more conscious. I've, I've moved in a, I keep moving in a positive direction. I'm healing mm -hmm. better. Back then, I dropped the f bomb, you know, mm -hmm. every mm -hmm. other half hour, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, as opposed to every five minutes, yeah. which was the beginning. But, but twenty, but this guy, yeah. hey, David Peters, um, you've got to meet this guy. Um, I, I want him at our at our moral injury conference stuff. Um, and so, this man says to me, he says, "No." He's like, "I, I get it. You, your tribe is rough." He said, "We lost." Three people in our church. They committed suicide. One two, of two, two, yeah, two of them were okay. veterans. Okay. They give us a hundred dollars a month in the name of every one of those kids for me to go into bars. Now this is this is the charge from this church. Okay. You go into a bar, you play that song about the one I wrote, "Drive My Eyes." Well, anywhere. Anywhere, and but you 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 go and you play, and you talk about the fact that Christ. It's real and not some figment of imagination. Right. And that and that religion is not about how much money we can get or what color the pew is or, or what color Jesus is or, Jesus is, or any other BS is controlling. Mm -hmm. and, and I looked at this guy and I'm like, <laughs> like I said, I said, now you realize I'm a foul mouthed guy sometimes. He said, do you think God doesn't know that? That's between you and God. You talk about Jesus, right? You believe in Jesus? I was like, yes, sir. He's like, all that matters. That's all that matters to us. And and so I, I bring this up because because like the, those groups that we've mentioned over and over from the Episcopal Veterans Fellowship, Gallant Few, Derek Knapp. Like we found more at Becky's. That's it. A hero down there in Pensacola. Yeah. Guns to hammers. Um, John out there, and, and I'll I'll put up something. I'm going to be out in Las Vegas and do a a deal with John too. You're sitting at home and you got all these antiques and you got stuff that your kids are gonna sell anyway. These are the folks that that are that are like doing stuff, gallant few. And you might look at me and go like, "Well, that, I'm not really into Matt and Kate." Look at what Bill's doing. Look at the curriculum. Look at the. Go watch some of your videos. Go to Gallant Few. Go to Episcopal Veterans Fellowship. Sell those freaking antiques that your kids are gonna want to fighting about anyway. Now, now, and I'm not talking about being silly. I'm not talking about being unwise and not taking care of your families, because that's important. But you, if if you can unclutter, 
unclutter a little bit, sell some stuff, and, and help and build the tribe. The people that are actually helping. That's it. On right, the, the tribe. And and let's have let's have Bill at your church. Let's have Bill at your Rotary Club. Like I mean, let's. That'd be awesome. Yeah. You've heard you've heard this man's acumen. He could speak. I saw his library in there. It's incredible. There's there's no reason, and, and I'm and I'm like a stickler. I cannot stand it when people rob other folks and don't give them credit. And that is not this man right here. And you, you're you're us. You're one of us. You're you're this is your tribe too. And and Bill can do something that I can't do. I'll come speak at your church. Man, I'm all about this tribe and, and starting up a veterans fellowship. And I can get you started. I, we can do that. But guys like Bill, this is the next step. This is another step. Um, Dave Peters has wrote liturgy. Jim Coyle down in Pensacola is writing another liturgy. And, and, and those things are helpful for veterans. Well, I'm taking folks through the National Cathedral, July 3rd, 11.30 night into July 4th to lay down some of the burdens of moral injury and and go into Independence Day. But what happens, what happens four weeks down the road? What happens five months down the road after like what we've done is going on and the liturgy's working and you need to go to the next step. You need some life coaching skills. Guys from Gallant Few are doing some of that. And this man right here is doing it. And and I'm talking like, I think, I just think we have to do that. I, I mean, like, Bill, I think it's it's not a, it's not an easy fix. It's not going to, and there's no fix. It's a right. move. It's, right. It's join so, us in walking down the beach and grabbing the seashell and throwing it back in and going, like, it matters yep. for that one. It's an ongoing movement. That's right. Yeah. You can't save them all, but there, it matters for yep. that one. Yep. It sure does. Isn't that the story? That's the story. Yeah, man. Hey, so uh, we're, we're at an hour and 40 minutes. What do you, close oh. us out. Okay. Any, any thoughts on like encouragement, folks sitting there listening, going like, what should I do? Like, I don't have any money, Bill. Uh, all that stuff that's going to... All the negative stuff. Because well, it's all negative and it'll all come to them. They're like, I can't, I can't. I can't. Well, I mean, <clears throat> if you have money, you can donate. If you need help, call and get help. That's it. If you don't have any money and you want to help, you can do word of mouth. Yeah. And you can share this oh yeah on facebook. I think about that right yeah. and you can share vet church and matt williams you can share positivefreedom.net and bill ferris yeah and you can join the the private group yeah vet right. church fellowship of freedom right yeah man and you can be active why to help other vets mm -hmm. so that when we have questions we're getting our our new business where we're helping people out you know help us out yeah even tell us like one of the things that that i've been asking is tell me what you really want help with and i'll make a video or make a program or do something just for that yeah right yeah man tell and, me, you know and and, and I'm, I'm gonna say this too bill bill makes y'all's whatever video uh, a slideshow a step-by-step -step guide for your group don't forget man Guy's got electricity. Yeah, I need. He needs money, just like the rest <laughs> I of need us. Money to do this, but I, I, I mean, I, I. Well, that's the. Part I really that, feel like, like God so is saying, "You got to do this." 
Oh yeah, I, I, and I, I, and you showing up today is just further proof of that, right? That it's like, boom, it is happening. It is happening now because the tribe is hurting, yeah, and because I think that we've walked our paths to where we've healed enough, yeah, that we can give back. Well, and, and, and it and, is time. And as we pull other people up, they too will keep going. And they will help. Yep. Right? And it'll, yeah. we'll and all help each other. So, uh, what were you saying? You said something, Kate. Somebody was on, and you said something. Oh, Andy Simpson said, happy to host, sponsor you all in my church in Fall River, Massachusetts. Help me jumpstart a veteran's life. There we go. Awesome. There's another one. Mm -hmm. And so we, so I'm going to, um, is Dave still on? I don't know if Dave's still on. I, I can't um, people come and go, and you can't even, like, people right. are like, well, I was watching, it only shows one person. Like, yeah. I was watching the whole time. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. But, um. <laughs> Yeah, man. Thanks, Bill. Thank you, Thanks brother. Thanks for doing this. And uh, positivefreedom.net. Um, yeah. Thanks, man. Thank you. Hey, I'm going to I'm gonna talk to him about posting a couple things on Vet Church okay. as time goes on. Yeah. So, to, yeah. This is an, this out, is an important man to our lives. Uh, you may never get to spend a lot of time with Bill in the flesh on this side, but for eternity, I have a really good idea that we're going to have a lot of time together. Okay. So we're building the kingdom, brother. All right. Thanks, man. All Thank right, you. brother. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Vet Church. Bye. All right. Thank you for joining us for this Vet Church podcast. To learn more about Vet Church, visit www.vetchurch.com.